When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Unless you're a Cowboys fan. But it is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time for you to fire off your opinions to us at hashtag Undisputed Live. Time for me to start the show by firing off this opinion about those Philadelphia Eagles. I will get to my guys, Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson, in just a moment and to Richard Sherman at 10 a.m. Eastern. But first up, I'm going to unleash about those Eagles who have just played the luckiest four games in NFL history. Four straight times, they have trailed at halftime by seven at Washington, by three at home to my Cowboys, Michael's Cowboys, by 10 last Monday night in Kansas City, and yesterday by 10 at half at home to Buffalo. And four straight times, they won while getting badly outgained by all four opponents. In these last four, the Eagles have been outgained by an average of 430 yards to just 321 for Jalen Hurts' offense. What? Yesterday, Buffalo outgained the Eagles 505 yards to 378. And they lost because Josh Allen missed a wide-open Gabe Davis for the winning touchdown in overtime. Last Monday night, the Chiefs literally handed the game to the Eagles by dropping six big passes, including, of course, the game winner at the goal line by Valdez Scantling. I said before the season that the Eagles' defense is torchable. It's now 20th in points allowed. I said the Cowboys would be better than the Eagles. In just the fourth quarter in Philly, Dak Prescott threw for 173 yards to Jalen Hurts, three yards in that fourth quarter. But Dak, of course, barely stepped out of bounds on the two-point try, and Luke Schoonmaker's knee came down an inch short of the goal line on fourth down, and the Eagles did prevail 28-23. to Why, Eagles, why are you so lucky? But that luck is about to run out. The Eagles are about to lose at home to San Francisco, then at Dallas, and the Cowboys and the Eagles will be tied at 10 and 3. Book it! But for now, I give it up to Jalen Hurts for pulling out four straight win yesterday, 37-34 in overtime in the game of the year so far in the NFL. Okay, now that I got that off my chest, it is time for Michael. It is time for Keyshawn. Michael, please, you first, your thoughts on Bill's Eagles. First of all, I thought Josh Allen was superhuman yesterday when I watched him play. I mean, he did everything he needed to do to try to lift this team and, 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 and win that football game. And, and you're right, Skip, they missed that play. 
it, you know, over overtime on on that zero blitz. Yeah. Um. But I'm just saying, you know, guys, when when I get overwhelmed, feeling stressed, or even feel a little tidbit depressed, I either got to go to sleep or go and work out in the gym. It's all that happens. I got to get, get it off of me. I, know I, that feeling. I have to go to sleep or go to the gym. Yeah. I watched that Eagles game. I watched that Eagles game. And then I got up right after the game and went right to the gym. Good for you. Because I'm going to tell you something. I said to myself, wow. I saw what it would take to beat that team. <laughs> it's going to take something, something real serious to beat that team. And I'm not talking about a physical skill set. I'm not talking about how fast you can run. I'm talking about a deep down unity in a team and in an individual to, to conquer that team. What Jalen Hurts has done with this team, you mentioned it, Skip, they've been down. They've been down trailing at halftime. One of those games, they come back and win. When I watched that big boy, 400 pounds running across that field, going after Josh Allen. That's 400 pounds. That wasn't, there wasn't nothing wrong with him when he hit the ground, except he's, he's exhausted his tank. Yeah. It was the theory and the thought that I tried to give to our team. I remember walking into that team when we were playing the 49ers for the first time. You had to have the mentality in that championship game because they were the favorites. You had to have the mentality, death before defeat. I walked around saying, death before defeat. We're willing to leave it all on this field before we leave here losers. And I saw that in the Philadelphia Eagles. They're willing to leave it all on this field before they walk out losers. It's going to take something to beat that team. I must give them credit. It depressed me to see that. It depressed me. That's how well they played. The number two stepped up when the number one, A.J. Brown, couldn't get played. Devontae Smith stepped right up and made the play that they need to make to win the game. He always steps up and makes the play. It's not like, okay, that's the first time he, do he did it. He does it all the time. I told you. This is a special unit. I saw it years ago when I saw them coming together. Leadership is not something that we give enough attention to and enough credit to. The way Jalen Hurst handles himself in those situations make me calm. I found myself feeling jealousy because that's what I want to feel in Cowboys game. Even when they're down 10 or down 14, we're good. We're good. We got that guy right there. We're not going to lose. And that's what Philadelphia had a chance. And that's what they felt like. And that's what I felt like watching the game. Even though Buffalo was, they were dominating the football game. I kept saying, well, they got that fella right there. They, 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 they won't lose. And that's exactly what happened. Key, I'm telling you, Key, when you see a team like that, you got, it's going to take something to break it. This team is the team that lost in the Super Bowl and now Back-to-back 10-1 back to back starts. We had an argument yesterday on my other show, which one was more impressive. Everybody wanted to say last year they were more impressive because they were talking about the technicality of it. Oh, Jalen Hurts was much, he was much more accurate this year. And they had a much more powerful run game. Are you joking? They have played 11 Super Bowls. Every team they play is like this team. It's like that is that team Super Bowl. So they played 11 Super Bowls and came out 10-1. Are you joking? That's leadership. That's quality play from the quarterback position. 
I, I, I find it so impressive that I was depressed is the way I got it. So the Eagles it. have completely won you over. I, they, what, what they did won me over. They could never <laughs> win me over. But okay. what I see in their man won me over. And I saw what it's going to have to take in the Dallas Cowboys to beat it. You saw uh, what I like to call Herculean effort from the quarterback, Josh Allen. Dak Prescott will have to match that. But we, we, we talk about the Eagles right now. But, but I'm just saying, that's what, whew, yeah, that was a tough one. You're talking about the Eagles, but you also mentioned the Cowboys in there. That was a tough one. In terms of your opening, what would I call it, monologue skills? Yeah, that rant. A, yeah. rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 my, yeah my, I dare you call them lucky. Lucky. You can't do that. Lucky. Lucky. I can't believe Skip, with you can't do that. <laughs> They're 10 and 1. They lost did. one game yeah. on the year despite right. – them having to come back at, at, in the second half Five of four old, straight games. It's called halftime adjustments. It's called what Michael just said about Jordan Davis, getting oh. your butt in gear to go chase a guy down. Even though you didn't get him on the ground, you forced him to go out of bounds. You didn't allow him to turn the corner until the other defenders got there. You got to look at this no, situation. You let every one of them other players see if this big 400-pound dude is running like this. You better get your butt running. That's what that was. That's why I just dropped my head. Oh, God. That's what that says. That was impressive. It, it was it, impressive. It's 11 guys trying to go to the all hats at the ball at all times. Mm. As long as I can see people in pursuit in a pursuit drill, you know they with me. That's championship-type football, okay? Yes, they may have been down, and Buffalo may have won the statistical battle of the game, but when it counted most... The Philadelphia Eagles delivered on both sides of the ball. Whether it was the interception by Bradbury, mm. I think it was Bradbury, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Whether it was the interception by Bradbury realizing, hey, Diggs is in the slot. They're getting ready to run the same play that they ran earlier in the game. I see it. I'm falling off of my guy, and I'm going to get that mm. ball. That, that's championship coverage. That was, football, yeah. understanding what the recognition and understanding what the formation is and what they do in empty. That's smart football. Mm. Okay, that was delivered. Or whether it's Jalen Hurst scrambling and delivering the football down the field. I, I don't want to screw his name up. Give it to me, Skeet. Zac uh, Zacchaeus. Z Zacchaeus. It, it was the throw of the day. Throw it, of the it day. Was, it, it was That's championship football. It, it was a championship. Getting throw. my I team tied. That. Getting them in the overtime. Getting the win. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden... I got my center pulling in overtime, a center pulling, smacking the guy off the edge while my quarterback takes the football directly and walks into the end zone. Now I'm going to flip this to the Dallas Cowboys. If the Dallas Cowboys quarterback engineered drives like Jalen Hurts, we wouldn't be having this conversation all the time. But Jalen Hurts is continuing to show everybody why. He is going to be in the MVP conversation to the end of the well, game. Michael talked about on his other show how people said last year was more impressive. Well, not mm -hmm. to no, mention no, no. Mm -hmm. both coordinators are gone. Mm -hmm. These are two right. new coordinators right. both you. on the defense. I didn't even come up with that, Skip. You, yeah. go, you, you keep points. going a little deeper. That, yeah. that seems, defense yeah. and right. offensive well, side of the ball right. on that. top of this swift guy that everybody is like, well, where is he at? What is he doing? When he needed big runs, guess what? He got the big runs. No one's asking him to rush for 1,500 yards. What we're asking him to do is move the chains and stay positive and not yeah. go backwards. So yeah. when you look at all of what they were able to do against a Buffalo team, that's going to be in a dogfight because they're still trying to win their division. Uh, now, 
They're the, six and six. They're still trying to win yeah. their division. Okay. They're still they still got to play Miami. They still got to play the Jets. I mean, there's there's uh, there's certain teams. I, I'm not sure they're going to make the playoffs. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they make yeah. the. They're, they're not giving up on making the playoffs. Obviously, they want to win their division, but that's and that's within grass. The reason I say this is because. You talked to me so much, Skip, about this schedule that the Philadelphia Eagles, this gauntlet they had to go through. Well, when I looked at it, I just looked at it a minute ago. Where is it at? What did I do with this here deal? I looked at it. What do you need to know? I I said it to myself. I just had to look at it. I said, wait a minute. They beat Miami. They beat Washington. They beat the Cowboys. They beat Kansas City. They beat Buffalo. Everybody except Washington is over 500 mm-hmm. teams, yep. and they're answering the bell. Right. Now San Francisco comes into Philadelphia, and you want to say that the San Francisco 49ers are a guaranteed victory, as you like to I say, didn't. I'll take a dinner on that. And then when I uh, – You will? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 100%. really? I got San Francisco? Yeah, you can take no them. points? They can take them okay, straight up. Thank you. We can go straight they up. are San Francisco oh, favored at Philadelphia. That's fine. They may be favored. Philadelphia is 10 and 1. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when you look at that, then they come to the Cowboys, and then from there, they got the Giants. And, I mean, they got Seattle, the Giants, Arizona, the Giants. Yep. And you think y'all going to win the division based on these next two games, uh, San Francisco and the Dallas Cowboys. Come on, Skip. I, I thought we would win the division because they would lose at Kansas City and they would lose at home to Buffalo. And they, by they the did. skin of their teeth, they, if, they survived both games. You survived the charges by the skin of your oh, teeth. Stop it. We There's won no that stop. game convincingly. We won by three points. Yeah. Man, stop it. All right. Let's run through all the ways that the Eagles lucked out. And by the way, that, that all-time Hall of Fame center, he false started twice on their final he drive. He barely moved. Okay, well, he false yes, started. He oh, God, stop. And they still right, let's let's run back through what oh, really God. happened in this game. Let's look at the – I think we have the James Cook drop early in this game. This is a touchdown. It's going to be 7 to nothing Buffalo. Do we have this, James Cook? It's a little, little pass up the sideline. Here we go. James Cook. And go. And, <laughs> and go. And go. Maybe not. Or maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> no James Cook? No, no it doesn't James look Cook. like they teed it up just yet, Skip. All right. I thought we had it, but we don't. All right. All right. Okay, let's hang on one second. We got it. It's it's loading. But okay. I understand, I understand what you're saying, though, Skip, about okay. dropping we the don't ball. Have any video? But that's no reason. To say that that's why the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I'm just showing you all the ways. I'm going to show you all the ways where a a drop pad. James Cook's got a touchdown right in his hands. It was a sweet throw by by Josh, and he just dropped it. It was pouring rain. I give you that. Pouring rain. Then there's a play late in the first half with 134 left. It's second and goal at the Philly, at the Eagles three yard line. And Josh drops back, and he does get sacked and yanked down, but it's a horse collar. And it's out of the pocket, and it was a clear. It, it was an outrageous horse right. collar. But as he goes down, he tries to fling it. It looked like more of a fumble to me. Josh was calling for a fumble because they recovered it about four yards up from where he went down. And instead, they call intentional grounding, and Gabe Davis is right there. Gabe Davis is right there. I mean, he's, he's, he's like you could hand it it's to him. Intentional and I'm grounding. like, intentional grounding? Are you kidding me? get back to the line of so, scrimmage. So not though. only is there any there, – there's no horse collar, but – they get a penalty for intentional grounding and loss of down, and it costs them because they get the field goal blocked. You so so they the come away with zero points. Oh my God. Yeah. But, but not if there's a receiver there. There's Gabe Davis. There's no receiver right there. nowhere near there. He's right there. He's just standing there. It was clear as a bell, and, and it was the all time turnaround screw job because he deserved a 15 yard penalty, or it would have been obviously first and goal. Here we go. Here, here it is at the goal line. 
Okay, he gets pulled down by the back of his right shoulder about pads. That jersey. Yeah, it, it's front and back, but right. it, it's front, and he's got a hand. That's a sling that's, down horse but collar. That's not that's a, horse a collar. sling down a horse, horse collar. collar is yanking down. Oh, did he he's not yank him? He yanked him. Oh down. God, that's as outrageous and uncalled horse collar as I've ever seen. Okay, and you call pass interference on it? I mean, intentional uh, grounding on it? Are you kidding me? I, I'm like, I'm lost because that cost them. They could have gone up. They, they could have just put this game away right there, well, and obviously they coming, did not. Boy, he, he, boy, do be coming. Uh, he, he was coming. I got <laughs> that. Coming. All right, then Josh Allen, obviously, in the fourth quarter, he leads the NFL in turnovers. Really? And Yes, he does. He leads the NFL in turnovers. We know that. He did throw the Eagles one, and it was a crucial one early in the fourth quarter, and they immediately, to Jalen's credit, they cashed it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Jalen throws the pass to Zaki which I don't know if we showed it yet, but, but the, the, this is the throw of the day, as we said, to the back of the end zone. This is vintage Jalen Hurts. This is why I said the moment they drafted him in the second round, I said the Eagles just stole Jalen Hurts. This is playmaking mm. of the highest order. That's Micah Hyde he threw it over, and Micah Hyde doesn't give up plays like that. I'm sorry. He's one of the the Look at that pettiest. poise, man. Look at the, the relaxation, the poise, easy. and no panic. It's just easy. It's 95% easy. of the quarterbacks in the league would have got totally, and ran out of bounds. Totally and, agree. And, 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 and that's all we're talking about right here. We all can right. talk numbers all the table. That right okay, there. Okay, that's it. That's yeah, I, I, that play. I can't argue with that. And I said that. That play. I, I, I immediately tweeted when they drafted Jalen Hurts, he will change life in Philadelphia. And immediately he will be better than Carson Wentz. And he has been. Yes. Okay, now let's go to the play in overtime. This is third and six from the Philadelphia 22-yard line. This is Josh Allen missing Gabe Davis. We can argue all day and all night <laughs> about whose fault it was. I think it was Josh's fault. I, I think he just lost touch because the blitz is right in his face. It's all coming. Zero blitz. Everybody's right. coming. I got to get rid of this ball. And I think he just momentarily forgot what the route was because Gabe Davis is running a corner and he threw it to the post. He is wide open. If, you, if you're on the same page, if Josh Allen's mind is working correctly, as Jalen's always is, this game is over because that's gonna that's gonna end the game. Okay, you you guys thought well, so. Well, okay, okay, good. Cause, cause now now okay, let's 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 back work backwards a bit. Cause right here on this play, on this play, I Gabe, Gabe should have. I, I put this on Gabe, and I know it's a choice route, but he, I'm, I'm not you know, sure it's a choice right, route. Right, right, right. Is, no, is they that talked deep about, of a route a choice they, route? They talked about it was a choice route. They said he, no. they may have even they talked about it. I'm talking about uh, Josh, and, and and he just. Guess wrong, but I'm a receiver right now. When Gabe gets to that DB, he's even with that DB. Now listen, listen. That means I'm already beating him. Key, where when you're even with the guy and he's facing you and you're running, you already beat him. He has to flip his hips. There was no need for Gabe to go to the corner to get any more separation. The separation was already there, and he has to understand zero blitz that the quarterback only has so much time. You at this play, you, you go to that court, you, I get to the DB, and I look up in the air. I don't want to turn to the post. I want to look right up in the air because I know he has to get rid of the ball, and he has to throw it up in the air. It, this, I, I, I put that on the receiver more than the quarterback. But let me tell you this whole thing. What we're talking about is this play and the play that Jalen Hurts made. All we're talking about is the guy that makes the play in the crucial moment. Yes. And somehow the guy that doesn't come up with that play in the crucial moment. Yes, that is and, correct. 
Every time Jalen Hurts falls under the category of the guy that makes that play yes. in the crucial moment. Yes. That's why they have these incredible numbers. And right now, that's the most important thing. That's the thing that made me want to go to sleep or go get in the gym mm-hmm. because that's an incredible thing to have, and that's what you need. And, and, and that's what every team is looking for. Yes. You could tell, and, and yesterday, we, you know, Patrick yes. Mahomes, he made, he, he's that guy. He made the play. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are on a level by themselves. And, and, and like, Lamar Jackson's right there with them as well. I think when you look at this, though, Skip, regardless to – whose fault it was in running the route. I've had that same route where Blitz Zero came and I ran a high corner, right. but my quarterback had the, enough time to realize right. he's heavy inside to right. put it up high enough. I don't think Josh had enough time. The guy was sitting heavy inside of right. him, so if he'd have tried to cross his face, he would have probably got tied up. I, I don't know what their Blitz no, Zero yeah, concept is. You just go up the field. Just go up the you know, field. Is it a straight up the field deal? Is it a corner? Field. Or right. whatever the case is. Just go That's up the not field. the reason they lost the game. The reason they lost the game is because, like Michael just said, the quarterback on the other side makes plays. Right. And we talk, about, we talk about, Skip, the throw to, to Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, yeah. We talk about that throw. But there's other things that Jalen did in the game. Sure. Talk he about the does. throw. Talk about the throw to to AJ Brown when he's flushed and scrambling. Touchdown. Okay, he was patient there. Talk about when he decided to run the football, not the touchdown, but yeah. pick up crucial yards in situations when everybody was still trying to figure out was something wrong with his knee, and it wasn't. It, he, and if it was, guess what? That adrenaline kicked in at the right time and moment for him to pick up. Crucial yards. When you talk about DeAndre Swift getting the football in his hands and picking up crucial yards, that is what's key. Not that A.J. Brown got the ball knocked out of his hands and it was it was so close it should have been a fumble. None of that sort of stuff. I'm talking about the quarterback. By the way, Michael, well, you, that, you that, did that, that, that was a fumble. fumble. That was a really? fumble. I, I, I don't think no, it was no, a fumble at all. I believe you walked out again. No, no, there's I don't the luck. There's still I, was, I, was I don't believe that's, that's, that's a fumble. Oh, I don't believe that's again. a fumble. He only yeah. took two One, steps. Two, no, he he only took two steps. You got to take three. No, you got to make a football move, Michael. You know that. No, he didn't make the third. If he made the third and he put the third down, I give it to you. He never. He never. No, it was a bang bang play. I understand you Baby. want it to be a fumble. No, it worked no, out well for Skip's no, I, uh, I, uh, I, reasoning I that have. the Cowboys are going to win the division. It didn't happen that way. And the only thing I'm saying lucky, is when lucky, you lucky, when lucky. you got Jordan uh, Davis uh, key, playing the way he's I, I, playing. I'm not going to sit here and take that, Key. I've You're not going to take I've given Philly their due here for you to come at me and say, I, I see you. this with my heart when I have given them the proper due here today. Mm-hmm is incorrect. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing this with my head and my eyes. I see what I see. I saw a one-two and a step up. If I had cheated, if I had cheated them all day, I would be with you on yes. this. But I'm giving them their love, so I cannot He is certainly it. in the Hall of Fame, Skip. There's no question about it. And he's got three Super Bowl rings. No question about it. But at the same time, so he is good. going with his heart and not oh, his damn good. brain. All right, all right. He, he had to move up. It was one step up. I, uh, just, I thought it was one okay, step up. Okay, just for the record, I'm with you. I immediately tweeted incomplete, so I'm, I'm not, right. not going to be a 2020 hindsight hypocrite here. I saw it okay, was but, but I thought in it was the end, 
The Eagles are Jalen Hurts. He's everything to them because their defense, I repeat, ranks 20th in points allowed and 22nd in allowing third down yeah. conversions. Stops when they need it. Ah. Stops when ah. they need it, though. It stops when they right. need it. Regardless, if they bend, they don't break in crucial situations. In moments, the guys that need to pin their ears back go and get the come. quarterback. Graham That's all I'm saying. I don't care. Look, man, let me, tell, let me tell you something, Skip. Even in basketball, as you know, basketball games is won and lost in the late fourth quarter, man. Nobody care about the first three quarters. I care about the late fourth quarter. That's when they won. Valdez Scantling. That's not Davis. their fault. Gabe Davis. That's I, not I, their I'm, fault. Nope. That's not their fault. All right, enough of that for the moment. We'll get back to that in just a moment. But up next, why the Ravens are the NFL's best team, at least in my opinion. That's next. The Ravens look to be in some trouble last night here in Los Angeles after Justin Tuck, Justin Tucker shockingly missed a 44-yard field goal with about three minutes left that would have given them a 16-10 lead. But the Ravens' D forced Justin Herbert into a fourth down intentional grounding, then at late touchdown to win it 22-10. Ravens were my preseason pick to win the Super Bowl over my Cowboys, and they're now the AFC's number one seed, a half game up on the Chiefs, Jags, and Dolphins. So, Richard Sherman, good morning to you. How sold are you on the Ravens as the AFC's best team? Uh, <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not sold, Skip. I'm not sold at all. Uh, I think it's still the Kansas City Chiefs until otherwise. Um, until the AFC Championship doesn't go through Kansas City, I think it has to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they've done too much. They've been too consistent, regardless of the personnel, the circumstance. Their defense is playing better than they ever have. I expect the AFC Championship to go through Kansas City again. Okay. Yeah, yeah and, and listen, I, I love what Kansas City does when you are having an opportunity to Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey get loose. And Andy Reid did some things yesterday that helped. Travis Kelsey get loose. I thought, you know, listen, let me tell you something. They're going, Travis Kelsey should have the toughest season of all athletes in the NFL this year because it seems like if you stop him, that whole Kansas City offense goes away. What I saw yesterday with Baltimore, right, you, you, you go into this game, and, and I'm thinking, I'm saying, okay, Baltimore has everything. I, but, but I saw here at times that offense gets stuck. And I'm watching to see Mark Andrews' absence really hurt the team. And I was like, ah, okay, I like, I, I like this likely kid. He's, he's a little different kid. He's a little athletic tight end. He can run. Yep. Little, jumping too much over too many people, I thought. Like, come on, son, <laughs> give me a shoulder. Let me see you have some physicalness, too, because that's the Mark Andrews side, the physicalness, you know. But, but it made him a little, I thought, maybe a little bit more explosive. Zay Jones now gets to be, the, I mean, Zay Flowers, Flowers gets to be the man in the middle right now. And I'm telling you, that dude is something special. You get the football in his hand. I started thinking this way. Some of the, the targets and opportunities that, 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 that the tight end has now goes to Zay Flowers. And, and you put the ball in this kid's hands, that's electric. I, I still have Baltimore right now 
a little bit ahead of Kansas City because I know they're a naturally physical football team, and that, that'll come into play when these two get together. And I mm -hmm. think, like I said before, that they can dethrone the Kansas City Chiefs because they got a run game. They got a defense. And, 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 and Lamar Jackson, I, I told you, I love the way he's staying in the pocket. Sometimes now, even yesterday, he started staying in the pocket a little bit too long. Yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, get on out of there now. I like it, but be able to get on out of there because you have that ability. But right now, I still do have them as the top team in the AFC. Okay, Michael, to your point about Mark Andrews, I, I do think they miss him to some degree. Yeah, definitely. He, he, he was just like, right. he's, he's different. He, he was Lamar's favorite. He was right. his security blanket. He, he was dope. his go to. When in doubt, throw it to the big, strong guy. And yet, right. I, I love the collection of wideouts featuring Zay uh, Flowers, who right. just, he, he, as I said last week, he's got like cartoon feet. They're, they're so quick. I, I, there's nothing like it this side of Tyreek on, on just sheer quickness right, right, and explosiveness. Right, right. But here's the point. Richard, back to you. I know how much you love that San Francisco defense, and it is really, really good and really, really nasty. But I'm not sure it's nastier than this defense. And this defense just slowly creeps up the ladder now. They're one tick off the 49ers. 49ers are out, out, allowing 15.5 points a game. The Ravens are now at 15.6. And the Ravens are the toughest defense to throw against because in just yards per completion, they're easily number one in the league. So I don't know how they do it. Just year after year, they've had a parade of of, of famous defensive coordinators come and go and come and go, and they just keep on keeping on, and it's almost like it's their legacy. It, it's it's like their their franchise mantra is we play defense. Right, and they were talking about that, Skip. Like all they the just, old guys are coming back, come around, back around, talking about right, right, yeah, making yeah. sure you uphold this uphold thing, the legacy, and that's a man. whole different thing when play, you start doing that. Play like a raven today. So, Richard, again, back to you. Are, are, what are you seeing as a former defensive star in this defense? Isn't it l becoming very legit to you now it's gotten healthy? Yeah, no question. Yeah. Mike, Mike McDonald has done a great job with yeah. these guys. He's using Kyle Hamilton all over the field, blitzing him, covering receivers, tight ends, deep field, whatever the case may be. Um, they give you complicated looks, different looks at the line of scrimmage in the, in the secondary. But like Irv said earlier, that, that offense, it just sputters, sputters, sputters it at times. Sputters. And you cannot sputter in big games. Even their run game sputters. Their passing game sputters. And they, they, they disappear for drives in the middle of the game. And if you go against good teams, that'll cost you. Right. And, and, and that's what I worry about. It's, it's sometimes like, okay, now, it, it, I worry about those little moments. But, but I know all, all right. teams will have those little moments. But if you're having those little moments, you got to have – what I think Philly has and what I think Kansas City Chiefs has and what I was talking about a little while ago, a little minute, a moment ago, is their quarterbacks are going to make the plays in crucial situations every time. You are not going to have time to sputter at the wrong time. Yep. You have to make those plays to beat these teams. It's going to take everything you got to beat Patrick Mahomes because he's not letting his team lose. And, he, he, and he's the feisty kind. Let's go. You know, they showed him yelling at everybody the other day. And, and, and you're not going to just take a game from Jalen Hurts. He's quiet, but his well runs real deep. You're not going to just take it. So hey, Lamar Jackson has to match that. In every crucial situation, 
You have to show up and not miss those plays. And I saw some of those plays sputtering yesterday. He has to get better at that. Okay, I got it. But to me, whatever is in Jalen Hurts' soul, whatever drives him as a leader, Lamar's got a lot of that in him. Maybe not quite as much as Jalen does, but Lamar's got football character, football backbone, playmaking character. Well, let's be real. Maybe yeah. not, not, not as polished yeah, as Jalen's is. Maybe, maybe not, not as quite. polished. Maybe, maybe it's more, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Floyd. It's more Fort Lauderdale-ish. Okay. You know what I mean? Leadership, <laughs> if I can use that word. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll respect that. Yeah. But, but the point is, my biggest concern about this team is it's, it opens the door in the fourth quarter, and it lets people back in the door. And last night, as I tweeted late last night, they got a break last night because they were up against a team that that, that strength is losing close games. Like the, the Chargers just lose close games. They just they, they don't know how to finish a game, right? They're going to lose by three, or they're going to lose by – and they gave up the late touchdown, or that would have been ultimately a 13-10 to 10 game because it should have been. 13 to 10. Right. So they opened the door when Justin Tucker, the greatest kicker I've ever seen, I guess Adam Vinatieri was pretty great too, right. but this on just sheer leg strength and, and deadly accuracy, I've, I've never th- seen anything like Justin Tucker, and he hooks it wide left from 44, which is like an extra point right. to him, and all of a sudden, the door got kicked back open, and the Chargers are, are one team that can't run through that door the way we've seen in three previous games that the, the Ravens obviously lost. So right. the way the Chiefs would have ran through that door, well, you open that door for oh. Patrick Mahomes, hey. and, and, that, and that's what you have to do. They have to close the door. Now, I, I give the defense credit because the defense stepped up and closed the door. It said, okay, door shut, and, 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 and made the and they, plays. They slammed right. it shut. Right, right, but, but yeah. Lamar has to be the guy to make those plays, too, to shut doors on teams. And, 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 I and, and, and statistically, Lamar just hasn't been as great as we've no. seen him in the past. Early on, we were talking about an MVP season. He only has five rushing touchdowns, 13 passing touchdowns. That's not going to get it done against these elite teams. Patrick Mahomes is up there with some of the best in the league in terms of his passing touchdowns. He got 21 on the year, nine interceptions. And that's with guys dropping a ton of passes. They lead the league and drop passes. So I, I just think it's going to be a hard matchup with that way that Kansas City defense is playing. Yeah, I, I got you. I know Keyshawn has had a problem or a concern about the Ravens' defense. They don't have that dude that's the closer, you know, j- that can drop the hammer. But listen, every time I look up, Jadevian Clowney's like refound himself, Boy, which happens it. with right, the Ravens. Sir. You go to the Ravens, and all of a sudden you have a rebirth late in your career. That's They've had a, a history of this. And I thought about that too, Skip, because I remember, I remember Key saying that, and Clowney was making plays. Of course, Marlon Humphrey's just coming he back just and getting back. more and more healthy yeah. too. So, so that team, they have closers, and they have big-time playmakers on that defense. Hey, yeah, Roquan Ro- Smith is serious beast. business. He, he is a beast. And right. that gives you one, when you think about it, when all of those great defenses, that gives you somebody on each level when Jadavion Clowney's playing well on that front end. Yeah. You, you know, Roquan is a different dude. And, and, <laughs> and don't miss out on Matabike. He got I, 10 I, sacks on a year for a D tackle. Every time I mean, I he's been up. having a monster yeah. year quietly. Okay. And yet, as a collective unit, just, just on their culture and their legacy, I just love to watch them play because you want to talk about flying yeah. to the ball and playing nasty defense. Right. They, they, that's just who they are. Right. That's why I think they're going to be right in the middle of this. 
But it's going to be a good battle. It's going to be a good battle in the AFC now. And and to this guy, I'm going to tell you something. As we talk AFC, the the effort I saw out of Buffalo yesterday, it's going to – I remember when I first started running the quarter, and and my track coach said, it will make a man or a managed boy out of you. You're going to be either Mm -hmm. real good or real bad because that's what it's going to take out of you. That game yesterday for the Buffalo Bills – it's either going to end up being real good for them or real bad, you know, because they gave all they have. I can't wait to see what happens with Philly next week. You don't play a game like that and turn right back around and be at your highest because it takes so much out you, not just physically, also emotionally. I can't wait to see what happens mm. with San Francisco next week. Mm. I got San Francisco. Well, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I you got? Um, yeah. yeah, I got San Francisco. Yeah. But, I, I mean, Philly gets Philly gets – they're gonna they're gonna be at their best. At least they were at home. Um, at San Francisco got to travel all the way across the country to Philadelphia to play them. But that's gonna be a good game. I can't wait for that one. No, no wait, Michael, you ran the quarter in high school. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ran a quarter in high school. And how did that go? Man, man listen, they, they had a dude called State Trooper over at Dillard High School. <laughs> State and Trooper. Let me tell you why they call him State Trooper. Because you know he's always in that back lane, and you start running right, and and you think you got everybody. And then the whole crowd would start doing the siren. You know that's the if state trooper coming. He's going to run right by you. <laughs> and he, ran, and he just ran right on, you know, him, Benny Blaze, man. They, Benny Blaze. Yeah, oh, Benny Blaze right. ran like a 46, okay. 47. Wait, 44. did you run the 100? No, 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 no. no I no? could not. Not never that. Power run. Power okay. run. No. Okay. Yeah. A okay. man or a bad kid out of you is going to make one of them. <laughs> But it, that's a hard and What did it make out of you, then? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess a little bit of both. A little bit, a little of, bit both. of both. <laughs> All right. Up next, we're about to debate another game of the day, maybe quietly and We so. had so many great games. Jags at Texans. Man, yeah. Texans. Every Ooh. game lived up to a skip. That Michigan called the Michigan yeah. game. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Let's get back to another game that was played yesterday in the shadow of Bills at Eagles. Jacksonville did get even with the Texans, barely beating them in Houston 24-21 when their backup kicker, Matt Amendola's 58-yard field goal, hit the crossbar right on line, just maybe a foot short. So, Keyshawn, what did you learn from this game? You know what, I, I... I looked at the Texans as last year's Jaguars. I looked at this and said, this is a young team learning how to play professional football. This is a first-time head coach learning how to be a head coach. This is a young quarterback not understanding, okay, the screen isn't there. Let me not take a sack. Throw it at the feet of the running back. Live to see another down. Mm -hmm. And so when when you look at this situation, you say to yourself, they play well. C.J. Stroud played well, man. He didn't turn the football over. You know, he threw for over 300 yards, two touchdowns. It was a really, really good game. But one team was slightly better when they needed to be, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the other team was not. So I'm encouraged by everything D'Amico Ryans and company uh, put out on display yesterday. Um, You know, when I look at it, if somehow they get into the playoffs or win the division – they're going to be a tough out. There's no question about it because of that young quarterback. That young quarterback, man, is something special. He's got – 
He, he led him in rushing, number one. He did. Your quarterback shouldn't – a passing quarterback shouldn't lead your team in rushing. So they got to fix that with Singletary and company. But for the most part, that's what I learned. I learned this is the Jaguars of a year ago. Mm. Go, Richard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I agree with you, Key. I think they got a lot to improve. Um, but they're, they're overachieving right now. And the quarterback is a big reason – their record is the, what it is. They're winning the games they're supposed to win. And he's the reason they had a chance in that ballgame. He's doing everything he can. Um, he's got, what, 19 touchdowns, six interceptions, over 3,000 yards passing. I mean, he's, he's the real deal. And I think that going forward, he's going to be a problem. He's going to be one of the top five quarterbacks in the football league. So, to both your points, when, when that game finished, I know Jacksonville won the game. Yeah by the skin of their teeth, but I came away slightly more impressed with the home team. I, I just love, I love watching two, two people operate during the game. D'Amico on the sideline, because I love him with his arms folded, just he, he's got the body language of somebody who's in command and in control of his emotions and his team's fate. And that young quarterback is playing like a 10-year veteran. I've never seen anything quite like I In fact, I don't ever remember a rookie quarterback playing with this much poise this early, where he right. is so in command and control that I say, wait, wait, he's a rookie quarterback. But his poise factor is, is up there with any veteran in the league. And yesterday, he really hurt Jacksonville with his legs, and I yeah. just didn't see that coming. I, I didn't at, at Ohio State. I didn't see well, he that. Can, he can run at Ohio State, though. Okay, but, but not like this. Not to. Okay, okay. You, you could be right about yeah. that. But this is it's, it's effortless, easy acceleration where you say, wait a second. It, it's kind of Mahomes-esque because Mahomes looks like he's too big to be that quick, but he played shortstop in high school, and he's got some athletic quickness. Th this kid just just glides into his acceleration, they, they can't catch him. And all of a sudden, he's 8, 10 yards up the field, and he knows how to get down, he knows how to slide, he knows how to gash a defense with his legs, and then his arm, the, the release is so quick, and the velocity right. is extraordinary off little wrist flicks where it just, pew, he, he's throwing rockets without effort. He, everything he does is effortless. And I just sat back and, and I thought he slightly outplayed a Trevor Lawrence who played very well yesterday. So then the QBRs come out four or five hours after the game. And I look and for what it's worth, CJ had a QBR of 78. Very good. That scale was zero to 100. And Trevor Lawrence had a 70. So QBR says that CJ slightly outplayed him. To your point, Keyshawn, the Jaguars are just a little they're just a little more experienced. They yeah. made a couple of more plays here or there. ETN is really good. He's just yeah, really Kelvin good. Kelvin Ridley's really, really good. good. He showed oh, up yesterday. Yeah. Hey, you know they're tied in. Ingram's good. Ethan, I mean, they, they got a good the team. They got a good yeah. team. They got a good team. And what? By the way, it, very quietly, Jacksonville has won seven out of eight games. And the reason I got thrown off track was just when I thought they were ready to to rise up and play with San Francisco. I thought they could beat San Francisco at home. Remember, San Francisco's coming off its bye. 
And the 49ers went in there and absolutely annihilated them. And it felt like they were almost like left for dead, but they've picked themselves I up off the bat. coming yeah. off their bye. They were. Not, both teams coming off their bye. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I got it. But, but the, remember, Jacksonville had won five in a row at that yeah. point, so now they've won seven out of eight, and they're back on track, and they're right in this thing. They still got a shot at the one seed. They're really good. But, man, to your point, Keyshawn, again, do, do I think – the Texans could be a postseason factory. I, I wouldn't want to mess with them no because question. they are not afraid. No Look, it, 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 again, it's like Jacksonville last year. Jacksonville, you could see them starting to play better as a group, but even though they, some of them had a year under their belt together, and then all of a sudden they get a new head coach at Doug Peterson. So now all of a sudden you look up and you say, okay, this team is, is showing us some stuff. This is why Trevor Lawrence was right. the number one pick. This is why Travis Etienne. This is why Christian Kirk and Zay Jones got paid all this money. Yep. Now you look at Houston and you say, huh, huh. okay, they could be on to something, and if they miss this year, Watch out for them next year because that growth is still going to be there. All they got to do is right. add a few pieces. Nico Collins has made himself some money messing around with C.J. Stroud. When you think about it, Noah Brown's made himself some money. So when you start to say what can they be, they're going to be around for a very long time in the AFC, especially if they draft well and they got a lot of money in free agency. State of Texas, no income tax. So you know how players look at that. Right. It's just and they're gonna want to play for D'Amico Ryan too. They are. They're I gonna agree. they're gonna be around yeah. for a minute in the AFC. Yeah. They they have all the yeah. foundational pieces you need. I mean, Derek Stingley had the interception yesterday. You talk about Laramie mm -hmm. Tunsil, one of the best tackles in the league. You talk about Will Anderson, who they drafted with Ooh, the third pick. Will Anderson is um, ridiculous. Then you've got C.J. Stroud at the helm, and I think he's elevating those around him. Tank Dale looks like a legitimate guy, a he legitimate does. threat. Nico Collins. I'm really hoping they get into the playoffs because the, the, they can make some noise, and it'd be really fun to watch them play one of these contender teams. I mean, playing them against the Dolphins or, I mean, I mean even the Kansas City Chiefs, I'd love to watch that game. Yeah. Richard, what's D'Amico like to be around? Oh, he's an outstanding human being. He's a world-class human being. He's a world-class leader of men. He's calm. He meets players where they are. He has a great rapport with his guys, a great trust uh, with his players. Yep. He's a guy you want to run through a brick wall for, for sure. Ooh, man, they've got it going on. And then finally, yesterday, they, they really weren't able to protect CJ the way yeah. that they yeah. will going forward at some point because they still are probably a couple of pieces away. I know they lost their guard yesterday. But, hey, Jacksonville lost its Cam Robinson, yeah. its left tackle. And so. I think C.J. Right. over time is going to yeah. learn he's got to get rid of the football because he's still, he's still young. So he's holding it a little bit longer sometimes than what you probably will want from your quarterback. Yeah. And with maturity and growth, you'll start to see, hey, I need to just move a little bit, slide a little bit, get rid of the football, and he'll get there. For 100%, he'll get there. I bet you the Carolina Panthers wish they had him right now. Mm. One, one thing I'll say is his touch – and, 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 Key, you can speak to this, but his touch on some of these footballs is fantastic. You watch Justin Herbert sometimes. He'll have a receiver on a crosser, and he'll think he's throwing a goal route. He's just throwing it as hard as he can. But C.J. Stroud Agreed. has touch. He has feel. It's, it's, it's man, it's, it's fun to watch him he's play. Been a, he has been able to manipulate the football at times when you didn't even really think he could do that just because you hadn't seen him do it. Now, Justin Herbert is a different situation. If you look at this game yesterday, he threw the ball to, I want to say it was Dale, in the middle of, middle of the uh, pile for a touchdown. He did. He just manipulated the football. Mm -hmm. he, didn't, he didn't pull up and just 
Zoom. He just put it nice and easy, friendly, catchable ball. And that's what you want from your After quarterbacks. After he rolled left and bought some time, and Tank Dell settled right there across the goal line in the middle of the zone, and they got real rapport, those two. They are on the same page. They're both rookies. So, whew, they're, they're going to be a factor. They're going to be a problem. Yeah. They're going to be a problem. Up next, Keyshawn and I are about to get into it. Oh over Bryce Young because you just said that the Panthers would be much better off with C.J. Stroud. So we'll, we'll talk about that because Frank Wright just got fired. That's oh, next. Oh, Bryce Young. Uh -oh. oh. Whoops. <laughs> we have breaking news. The Panthers have fired head coach Frank Reich with six games to go. Panthers an NFL worst, one and ten. Special teams coach Chris Tabor elevated to interim head coach, while Thomas Brown will call plays with some assistance from senior assistant Jim Caldwell. I'm a big Jim Caldwell fan. So, Keyshawn, your reaction. You know, when when after the game, the reports start to surface that Mr. Tepper was not very happy and he stormed out, you know, uh, saying some things. And, and, yeah. and I figured, I was like, yeah, they're getting ready to fire Frank. I just, I can feel it because what happens in this situation, I know regardless of what people say in terms of reports, I'll stand on this till I die. Frank Wright did not want Bryce Young at the quarterback position. Agreed. He accepted it because it's his boss that selected Okay, and Mr. Tepper, he was the one that wanted Bryce Young. They looked at it and said he's a good player, but that's not what we want to build, but I'm already hired. I wasn't hired after the draft. I was hired before the draft, but I didn't really get the full say. And when you look at a situation like this at 1 in 10, you would honestly think the general manager, the owner, people in charge at the top know that this is a building team, if that's what you believe. But they believe that Bryce Young was getting ready to do Alabama magic in year one. Mm. And since it hadn't happened... You're mad, opposed to sitting back and saying, well, we're one in 10. We got to put some pieces around him. He's messing around with Adam Thielen, who's a dinosaur at the position right now. We got a long ways to go. Let's just see what happens over the next year or two. No, because I can, without knowing, just based on the firing skip, right now they're one in 10. He's saying, what, what, what you doing? And Frank probably like, well, I'm doing what, what you gave me. I can mix up, but it ain't. Turning out the way it needs to be. Yep. Well, you need to fix it. Mm. You know what? Never mind. Mm. I, I could do something different. Yep. And that's when you get fired. Because now, all of a sudden, it didn't work out the way the owner wanted it to, no. to work out. So the owner needs somebody to blame, Michael. He has to have somebody to blame, Skip. Mm. So guess who you blame? You blame Frank Wright. I ain't never seen an owner fly around. I've seen Jerry, who's a general manager, who's involved, fly to workouts, private workouts. But I ain't never seen a standard owner in the National Football League, go to every single quarterback's private workout to evaluate him. I ain't never seen that. I knew right then and there Frank was in a bad situation. You know, I think Frank's a very good coach. Yes. And when I got, when I heard this, I said, what? Why would you do that? I didn't know the depth of what he and I, and we talked about it before, with the Bryce Young and him not wanting Bryce Young. I would imagine, I would imagine, if you're telling me that wasn't his top choice, then his top choice had to be C.J. Stroud. 
And 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 and, and Frank, as a coach, may have said, "Well, I can." fit C.J. Stroud in the any offense, I'm going to have to build something and feel something and find something for Bryce Young. And, and the success of C.J. Stroud is probably strained and put a stress upon that whole relationship if what we're saying has really transpired, where one guy wanted one guy and that guy somewhere else now having success and, and Bryce Young is, is not having quite the success. You know what I mean? So, so I can see where that is a strain. But I think it's a great opportunity for, for people. There are two things. Like an owner, I remember Jerry buying the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry had thoughts about how he was going to grow the Cowboys, much bigger than it was. And Jerry said to me, Michael, the Dallas Cowboys should be on everybody's lips the first thing they do in the morning. First, I was like, this dude tripping. He's crazy. He's really crazy. But he's taking that $140 million investment and turned it into $10 billion. And that's what crazy people do. They believe in something so much and so much that they start making everybody believe in it. And you do hear him a lot. And he's, he is making that money. So, so I believe, I believe that, that owners do have a direction and they want to go. But they have to leave things that go on on the football field on the football field. When you hire Frank Wright, you should have given him every opportunity to bring in his guys to fit with what he was trying to do so he can be most successful. I'm shocked that you're firing him because I think he's a great coach. I'm sure he'll find a job somewhere else. But this year, now people are going to start saying, oh, how good is that job in Carolina when they're seeing this kind of things? Because Frank is respected around the, around the NFL now. Frank's a respected coach all around the NFL. So when you're looking at coaches and you want a high coach, a coach is going to come in now and put some things in his contract because he's going to know that you are doing things like this and that the owners are going to make, trying to make the calls, and they're going to ask for more power so they can assure their success without the Skip, meddling of owners. Skip, this is, this is the fourth, if I'm, if I'm correcting my mind, this is the fourth now, well, if you want to count interim coaches, this is the fifth coach since Mr. Tepper has taken over the team, and he hasn't had the team a decade. Yeah. Think about that, okay? Ron Rivera was let go, which, you know, he was at the end. Then all of a sudden, he paid all that money to Matt Rule. But, but in, a in, coach from but, Baylor. But, okay, okay. Ron Rivera too long. Ron Rivera been around a while. No, no, Matt I said, Rule coming no, I said in from that, college. I said, I Frank said, Wright is a respected coach. No, 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 I get that, though, Michael, but all okay, I'm go, saying go, is go, the, I, the I, wild decision-making that Tepper... I got you. You know, of course... It, it, it ran its course with Rivera. Then you bring in Matt Rule for Baylor coach. You paid him record-breaking money, made him the highest dude in the league. That didn't go well. You got rid of that. You did give Steve Wilkes a real and opportunity. They played really hard for him. Played hard for, for Steve, Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. You didn't give Steve him a real opportunity. Now you're Frank Wright. Now you're on to another interim coach. Yep. Like, that's all I'm saying. You got all too right. much money, Michael. You just got too much yeah. money. And right. You just, yeah, I'm, I'm the boss, so I'm going to do what I want to do. Just for the record, Keyshawn, there were several reports that the Texans also preferred Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud, just for the record. And I'm not sure which way Frank Reich wanted to go. It, it might have been Will Levis that he liked. And Will's starting to do some decent things for tennis. I'm not a big fan of his, but, but again, it could have been that way. So here's but, 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 one yeah. thing, Skip, because I remember draft day. I wasn't doing it. I'm usually doing that draft. Yeah. So I remember directly. And I remember D'Amico Ryan talking about C.J. Stroud and saying, I told you I was coming to get you. 
I told you so. Hey, so, maybe. so, yeah. So that kind of makes me say, oh, well, well, maybe it was him and pulling out the maybe quarterback, and maybe the organization really. But so, so, yeah. I, right. Go ahead. I just want to say that. All right. So, what I know of Frank Reich is he's a tough guy. Yeah. And, and he's right. not going to play games. He's not going to play politics. He's not going to say and do the right thing with the owner. He's going to tell the owner exactly what he believes. And he did not believe, we're pretty sure, in Bryce Young. Well, it's unfair to the kid because the kid knows that. It's going to get to the kid, and he's going to know that the guy who's coaching him and calling his plays didn't want him. That's just wrong. With all these young quarterbacks, it's right place, right time, wrong place, wrong time. And that, con that, that position, more than any in sports, requires confidence from above. What, what happened with, with your Cowboys? Troy goes number one, and then Jimmy turns right around in the what used to be the, what was it? Supplemental, Supplemental draft. draft. And right. he picks Steve Walsh, right. with whom he won a championship at right. the U, obviously, first in the supplemental draft. And so you got two number one picks vying in camp, and they kind of went back and forth. And Jimmy and Troy, Jimmy didn't, uh, Troy didn't like it, so it goes back and forth until Jimmy brought in Norv Turner. Am I right? And it yeah. changed Troy's life because Norv believed right. body and soul and Troy Aikman, and they clicked, and they, they, had, they shared a lot of musical tastes. You know, they both like country music, and it just took off. And Jimmy and Troy got back on the same page. and Got, got into this love for happened. fish together. Uh, they got into fish them, tanks right, right. together. Okay? Fish okay. tanks okay. together. I, I right. got it, but my point is, Bryce I was saying buy some spot. fish tanks. Okay. I, was with I, I still young. believe in Bryce Young. I don't believe in his situation. He, he's, he's with a, a little bit of a crazy owner right now, knee-jerk owner who's not sure what to believe. I don't know who he's listening to. Keyshawn, maybe you should go there and you, you could be his, his, his quasi-GM. Or, or hey, if he was smart enough, advisor. If, he, if he was smart, he'd, he'd certainly just reach out. Yeah, but, but, I need yeah. some help here yeah. to try to figure this yeah. thing out, though, Skip, because look, the fact that I, I like Bryce Young as a player, I like him as a person. What I don't like is the non-ideal size for me. Yeah, that's well, all. If he, if if yeah. some, if you can he, put he him is, on apple cart boxes he and he little. can play on that, yep. somehow, I would think, oh, he's going to be a great player. He makes some throws and does some things, Michael, that make you go, right. okay. Right. But then at the same time. I watch him get sacked by somebody with a pinky, pulling him down. You know, it's just like, that doesn't do it for me. And then I can look at a dude like Jalen Hurts, who's thick and stout, who does some powerful things. That's the type of quarterback that I like and I'm looking for. Okay, or Lamar said, Jackson, you know. I said going in that, that Bryce would have the worst weapons right. in the league. And I, I think he does. Yes. Adam Thielen is, is yeah. he's yeah. a dinosaur. And that's yeah. one thing I, I think I, would, I just feel like we need to clean up here. Because as we talk about this and talk about who someone won and who someone did not want. We understand that this happens around the league all the time. Every position. You know, every position. That, so you may see somebody and say, hey, I just may have thought that he was good. I Absolutely. I thought he was better. But you can still coach and work with this guy. Absolutely. So, so Frank, I, I'm not saying Frank brought that into the situation. They make decisions in, a, in, 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 in the draft room. Yep. You get a guy, sometimes you don't get a guy. They, you know what I mean? It doesn't affect your ability to coach him. So I'm not saying Frank's right ability to coach Bryce Young you know, was affected at all. You know what I mean? I'm just saying when you hire a guy and you hire a guy that knows for, off for your offense, you should give him all the input on your offense. Well, I think Mike that's most McCarthy important. had an opportunity to draft Aaron Rodgers when he was with the San Francisco 49ers. 
He didn't. He took, right. And he took, he passed they went to Alex Smith. Okay. Same thing with John Gruden. John Gruden worked right. him out. It took right. Cadillac Williams instead. So it, it, it happens because you right. prefer something different. But when you get that particular guy, yeah. you've got to try to work with him. And I'm sure Frank and Coach Caldwell was trying to do the best they can from a protection standpoint and putting him in positions to be successful. Yep. It just didn't work out. And much like you said, Skip, yep. knee-jerk reaction from an owner does not help does the not. situation at all. It really just doesn't. You can't run around getting mad because you're one in, you were going to be one in ten. Yep. Hell, you probably could have. You probably still would have been one in ten with CJ Stroud. Mm. It, it, it just where your team is at and what it is. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Okay, and by the way, quick point of order, Aaron didn't go until the 24th overall pick, right. so a whole bunch right. of teams said no. Maybe they didn't need a quarterback. But, uh, but, 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 but San Fran was his home was. team, and it he was his dream of dreams well, yes. to play for his home team. And I just mentioned that just Alex because – I, right. I just mentioned that right. because – they prefer one thing, and then Mr. Mc Mr. McCarthy. Well, I Mike was, McCarthy had to go coach. Well, and I thought it was great for both sides, though, because we talked about yeah, the coaches do these things. But what he was, what, what Skip was talking about, also is let's be real now. These players have emotions too, oh, and absolutely. they hear these things later, oh, and they carry it on. You know what I mean? Because that hey, it, Aaron Rodgers point about it Aaron Rodgers, he got to sit for three years behind Brett Favre, yes. and Mel Kiper had a great piece on ESPN about how right. they completely rebuilt his Jeff Tedford delivery from Cal. They just broke him down and started him over, and MVPs resulted from that. So now you've thrown these kids into the fire, and C.J. Stroud is saying, watch this, and Bryce is in a rough spot trying to learn on the fly. But as we know, Peyton Manning led the league in interceptions as a rookie starter, right? So it's hard, man. It's yeah, just, it is. Yeah. No, it's it not, is, but, not, but, it, but it looks but, – but, but let's be real here. It looks like – Let's just be real, and I know they're young, and we want to be careful because Bryce Young's just a rookie. But it looks like, wow, how could you have picked him over him? Sure, right Let's now. Let's just be real. Right now, when you see how C.J. Stroud, like yesterday, man, I, 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 was, I was talking, dude, we had three great, three great games. They were hype, and they were all, they all matched the hype. I mean, that, that Michigan-Ohio State game was first, and then that Houston-Jacksonville game was next. It was like, right. I'm watching, see, it all matched the hype. And then, of course, that Philly game. And watching CJ, and when you watch Bryce, you say, oh, no. How did you pick that over there? And, and if you watch, if you watch Peyton Manning, well, and, 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 and you watch, you know, you, you watch Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf, you say, oh, oh, how was this even? A, you see what I mean? So, so that's what they're dealing with. And, and I can only imagine Frank Wright and Mr. Tapper looking at each other. Frank saying, don't say a word to me. You know what I'm saying? He, <laughs> he was like, I can say whatever I want to say. Yeah. I'm the billionaire here. I, I, that must have been a situation. Even though, last quick point of order, when CJ and Bryce went head-to-head -head this year, I, I'm go back and look at the tape. So tell me what you see. Bryce slightly outplayed and put up slightly better numbers than CJ did, and Bryce directed them, drove them to the winning score, and they won the game. So just for, he did one good thing. You got to give him that. One good thing in a head-to-head -head with CJ, he beat him. Okay? So that's, that's the one. But they're one in ten.
And I like that too now. I like that, that, that he rolls up for that one. Like I'm, I may not be playing the way I want to play, but I'm going to show y'all I'm going to beat the guy that's drafted right behind me. So, so it says something, he has something in him. I, Frank Wright will get another job. I, I hope they bring in the right person crazy, for this young dude right here. It, 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 it's it's just wild to it me is. that it is. he's, after 11 games, right. he's sit packing. And you, when you got the first pick in the draft, I know you didn't expect to have that kind no of way. I, I, I don't know anything that has gone on with the first pick in the draft, and maybe you do skip in the history of the league, that has gone on with the first pick in the draft despite the position that all of a sudden they're in the playoffs and they're the number one team. No, no, it doesn't work. Happen. You were number one for a reason. Right. Because you're sorry. Right. That's why. Because you're a bad football team. And, yep. and, it takes time. and that's why you got a new head coach. It's because you're a bad football team. Okay. That's the reason. Okay, you too. Jim Caldwell, as a head coach in this league, has been very, very good. Should, should he get a look here? Should he get a shot here? Uh, he he should have had a look several years now. But I don't know if Jim wants to be a head coach right now. I don't know that. Mm -hmm. He coached me in Tampa, yep. and I know, him, I know him pretty well. I don't know if he wants to take that on with his – his age, and, and, and he's had some health complications yeah, in the boy. past. I don't know if he wants to do that or be the senior assistant advisor to teach yeah. and bring that along. Because yeah. as a head coach, as you know, Michael, there's a lot of responsibility. You know, there's a, there's a ton of responsibility. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to say that Mr. Tapper goes into and go find him a young Mike McDaniels, somebody that can build an offense around Bryce Young and, and what, lift up his, his best qualities and try to hide those other qualities that doesn't make him the greatest of football players. Yeah. That, that, that's what Mike McDaniels has done for the Miami yes. Dolphins, and you need to go find you one of those offensive-minded Geniuses. I, I just hope that Mr. Tepper can go way. find a head and coach. And stay out of the way. Yeah. And stay out of the way. And Bryce Young. Somebody has to come in right. and says, you know what? He can play. I believe in him. Watch this. Right. Yeah, that he has a skill set that I can yeah. build something yes. around. I mean, you, you got to have someone. They don't know enough of Bryce Young to know that you get to, I can build with. You got to see, again, somebody has to come and sit down and say, you're listen, right. no, no, you're I've right, seen Michael. a talent, I've seen this skill set. I can right. build this offense around that skill set. Now, let me go meet the man and see what kind of temperament the man is so I can make sure that I put the right things in, in, in the right place to find out what kind of players they got to put around him. Because if he's not an alpha, Alpha, alpha dog, then I got to find an alpha dog running back or alpha dog wide well, receiver. Well, that's you what see what Miami, I mean? The Miami Dolphins did the right thing. And when they went and got a Tyreek Hill, because well, they the quarterback is quiet, but Tyreek's an alpha but dog they also, that's going to raise them up. They also hired a guy right. that they knew could come in and be innovative in the things the that he's capable around. of doing and build right. a certain style of offense that Tua could thrive in. Yeah. And look, Tua's not much bigger He's a little thicker he's than thick. Bryce Young, but he's not much taller at all than no, Bryce Young. Right. So he's if you right. can find somebody that says Bryce Young has a certain skill set, yeah. allow me to put him in the positions to be successful and not try and, like, make him become something he's not, then you could potentially have some success. Yeah. But it's up to the owner to find the right guy. Yeah. Don't just be knee-jerk reacting, man, because that's no. all I've seen from Mr. Tepper since he's taken over and bought the Carolina Panthers. Everything, knee-jerk reaction, 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 opposed to, you would think, being part of the Rooney Foundation yeah, and being there in Pittsburgh as a minority owner, mm -hmm. that he would have learned 
yeah. how the Rooney's handled their situation and took that and ran with it to Carolina and said, I'm going to follow that same recipe for success. Okay, yeah, there's you, a friend out yeah. there. Somebody loves him, and they're going to clip this part right yeah. here that we are talking about, and they're going to send it to him and say, hey, this should help you build your team. That's what they're going to do. Okay. Undisputed is helping you build your team. Okay, but you guys know when you've won and won and won in business, I it's know. hard it's not hard to, to immediately it's win hard. in this league, and it, it, it is hard to win in right. this league. And you start treating football yeah. like your business when it's different. No, it's totally different. You can't do that. All right. these owners, for the most part, they're one in business. And all the successful owners stay out right. the damn way. They're all billionaires. They, they, they stay out the way. Right. They stay out the way. Jerry's the only right. one right. that right. really gets involved, they but he played the game. Fast. That, that's the mantra of all these high, big time CEOs. They'll hire slow and fire fast. If they got a problem, they'll get rid of it quickly. Mm. That doesn't work. You can't do that here because it's going to take what, take a time to build a team. And, and, you know, so they got to understand that. Got it. Up next, we got to get back to Bill's Eagles. We're about to tear it all apart. Stay with us. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Yesterday's Bill's at Eagles instant classic. Yes. Game of the year so far this year. 37-34 Eagles in overtime. Michael, how did you see this game? I, I, I tell you, I, I, I enjoyed it as I was talking about as we went in the break before this. I mean, I just enjoyed the whole weekend of football because all of the games that were so hyped measured up to the hype, and they all went down. It was a, to the last drop. It was a Folgers or commercial that used to say it was good to the last <laughs> drop. It was that coffee commercial. That, those were good to the last drop, each mm -hmm. one of them. And I love watching. I'm telling you, Josh Allen, because remember last week he said, I'm back. I'm back. And, and I'm, all, I'm always talking about confidence and, and how confidence takes a player to another level. Josh Allen yelled it. He demarked that moment. And he played that way yesterday when I saw him step on that football fast. Man, he, he really is back. He was best playing football. Best playing football. Did everything he needed to do to, to, to get his team down the field. And then I watched the turn. I watched Jalen Hurst take over this football game. I watched the camera showing him on the sideline. Not one panic moment. Not one panic moment. I kept telling, I was telling people earlier, it was making me depressed <laughs> watching this, watching this team fight the way they fought for each victory, scrap for each yard, and tighter that tighter and tighter. And as that game got tighter and tighter, they gave more effort. I'm telling you, that's a championship team, man. It's going to be hard to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. It's going to take not just great talent, not just great skill, but a hell of a deep will. And that's what depressed yeah. me. I can't wait to see this week when San Fran and Philadelphia gets ready to play. That's mm. going to be a mega game, a mega game. Mm. I can't wait to see the ratings. I saw the ratings of the Cowboys and Commanders game came out. It's like... 40-something million. It was a lot of people. I, I can't wait to see the rating yeah. of this Philadelphia yeah. game. That Richard, how did you see this Eagles-Bills game? Um, I thought it was a dogfight versus two teams that played really well. Um, the elements were there, <clears throat> and people don't always take into account the elements. The rain, it was raining all day. Rain. It was downpouring. Um, the Eagles struggled with it early. Um, the Buffalo overcame it pretty early. Josh Allen was playing well. 
He was dealing all over the field. He was making plays with his legs. Uh, then all of a sudden, Jalen Hurts responded, and especially in the second half. And he responded after responded. He had five touchdowns in the game. Um, he found a way to will his team to victory. And that's all you, at the end of the day, all you want. He was mad. It was, it was crazy to see because even after Elliott made the field goal, you didn't see the reaction that you thought you would get from the right. quarterback. Like, right. yeah, man, like we got a chance. He looked like a guy who feels like he let his team down and we should have never been in this position and he won't let it happen again. And that's the guy that's leading the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's why he has a ton of respect from his teammates because of how he holds himself and how the standard that he holds himself to and the standard that he performs at. I'm sure they're happy they got the win, but um, they got a great guy to lead them and they got a tough game this week. But uh, three, three wins versus... Eight-win teams in this it's league, really it's hard good. to do. It's, it's, hard. it's hard to win against teams in this league in general. But against the teams he's beat, it's been incredible. It has. All right, let's look at three flashpoints in this game. I want to get both of your responses to this. First, it was the quote-unquote intentional grounding. This happened late in the first half. Mm. Buffalo has its second and goal at the three-yard line. Josh drops back. He's sacked. He's ripped down by the front and the back of his jersey. It looked like a horse collar to me. It is not called. Slammed him down, but they did call intentional grounding, yeah. even though it looks like Gabe Davis is right there in the neighborhood. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Richard, your, uh, your thoughts on that play? You got to get the ball to the line of scrimmage unless the receiver's in the area. Unless the receiver's running a screen pass or something, there was no receiver in the area. So, I, see I mean, I guess Gabe's technically there, but he didn't even have it within five yards, Gabe. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they should have called it, but, I mean, I don't know if they should have called either thing. I mean, it was a no-play, incomplete pass, third and goal. Okay, Michael. You, you, I see what you're saying. You see Gabe right here. Um, mm -hmm. so, so you're saying that's not what Gabe was chasing the blocker, and then he, he, was. he threw the ball. I, 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 listen, when I saw this play, and, and I first started, I didn't see it, the grab from behind until you saw the replay. You know what I mean? You saw the replay. Then I saw, oh, wow. He, he has the backside. He has the back of his shoulder pass, too. Let me tell you this about Hassan Reddick. I mean, this is some violent stuff he's doing. Yep. The way he's been tied Well, as we know, he got Dak a couple of times. Right. He's been doing it. Yeah. He's been it's yep. some violent stuff. It looks violent. I'm, I was shocked that this was not called because just because he's a quarterback getting thrown to the right. ground like that. That's usually something they call right there when he gets thrown to the ground. So I, I was surprised of the no call. All right. The other turning point comes early in overtime. It's, uh, I'm sorry, third and six at the Philadelphia 22. And Josh drops back and misses Gabe Davis on maybe a choice route. I'm not sure mm. what it was. Mm. He just, they're on the mm. wrong page. Gabe Davis breaks completely free. He runs yeah. to the corner, the throws to the post. Richard, what are you seeing here? What, what's crazy is the coverage that the Philadelphia Eagles is, are playing. It's such a ballsy coverage. They're basically running a palms blitz zero. Everybody's so coming. it's not just yep. a normal zero. Everybody's coming, but everybody isn't man-to-man. -man. So you see Slay's man goes to the flat, so the corner yes. takes him, and Slay, Slay elevates and takes Gabe Davis to cut off the post route, but he gave up the, the corner route. It does look like an option route where they miscommunicated, but... That's, a, that's an incredibly tough coverage that they're trying to execute right there because um, they're not even bringing anybody. They're not bringing everybody because there's somebody man-to-man -man on the tight end. So he should have came, and that would have made it a much easier blitz. But I, they just missed. And, 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 I, and I, I, I know we'll talk about this, and, 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 I, and I'm going to say this. And I, 
if they flipped, and I know they were trying, they flipped it on purpose, but say that Steph, Stephon Diggs running that deep route. Stephon Diggs is going to turn his head to the inside because he understands once I'm even with this dude, I'm already beat. I already beat him. See, Gabe Davis, you don't have to go to the corner to try to get more separation. No, the dude was grabbing you, so he knew you. He, he, it was just go up the field. Yesterday, on game day morning, we did this exact demo. We did this exact demo because I think sometimes, when, and Kurt was talking about we don't have enough Kurt beaters. Warner. Kurt yep. Warner was talking about we don't have enough beaters when we get the pressure. And, and, and I left the line of scrimmage. You got to peek to see. Once you see that zero blitz and that guy sitting at four or five yards, he cannot flip his hips. Sharm, you're a DB. If you're sitting at four or five yards and I'm wailing down, I come right at your outside shoulder, you, I, you cannot flip your hips in time. You either have to grab me or I'm already by you. Now, this is made more difficult by stepping out and trying to go to the corner because you have to. He doesn't have time. You have to turn and look up. You don't look back at the quarterback because if you see him throwing the ball, it, it, you, it's, it, you won't see him throwing the ball. He'll be under a whole bunch of guys. You got to look up. The ball should be up in the air. And, and you, you, that, that extra turn to the corner is just going to make it a more difficult play. A more veteran receiver wouldn't have made that. I, I promise you, Stephon Diggs would have went right up the field and won that game. Okay, so we looked at the intentional grounding, and remember, after that play, after that call that went against Buffalo, no horse collar call helping Buffalo, the field goal got blocked, so they got zero points when they could have made right. a statement at the end of the half, and it might have been too deep a hole for the Eagles to climb out of, even with Jalen at quarterback. Then we look at that play. If you make that play, we just saw the Gabe Davis play, the game is over, and now we get to the final play, and it's the A.J. Brown play. Is it a catch and fumble, or is it just an incomplete pass? Let's look at it. Richard, what do you see here? That's an incomplete pass. I mean, he didn't even he didn't get a chance to make a move. He didn't get a chance to do anything. The ball was out before he even took the third step. I mean, barely even took the second step. I would, As a DB, it looks like a quick PBU. It looks to me that he took that one, two, that step he's about to turn up. I see his head turning up. He catches the ball. He's bringing the ball down. Now, they're talking about a football move. When, he brings, when he's bringing the ball down, he's getting ready to make that, with that next third step, right up, boop, and turn up. And it, yeah, oh, that was close. That was yeah, close. but he, he Either didn't, way he didn't they have the ball anymore. It. Yeah, and, and they called it an incomplete pass. I thought if they would have called it like a fumble like at a, the time, it would have, whatever they called would have had to stay. But, but I understand. Okay, obviously Buffalo yeah. recovered yeah. if it's a fumble and right. the game yeah, is over, right? right? And it was called a fumble on the field yeah. by the referee in question, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. That's right. They did call okay. it. They did they call did. it. You're right. They oh, did call okay. it, and then they reversed it. All right. So you're uh, – okay. I, okay. I immediately tweeted uh, incomplete, uh, but, Michael, you're starting to talk uh, me out of it. I'm starting uh, to come uh, around. Uh, I don't know. No, it it was like, I, I thought – listen, I'm seeing that thing – and, and I know, I know, I looked at, uh, uh, at, uh, at Arthur Warren Brown. He felt like it was a fumble. I don't care where I, I, know. I felt when I saw him, he was like, oh, God, how did I let that yeah. go? He felt like it was a fumble. I felt like it was fumble. Because I see him, he, when he catches, he makes one. That, that, that's, that, that third leg that comes down, he's about, he's turning up. I thought that was the football move. Watch his hand. 
Well, he's, he's, he's getting ready to turn up he, the field. He didn't, he, didn't even, he didn't even tuck it. And you know, Irv, that's the first thing y'all do when y'all catch it. Catch and tuck and get a ball. And he's, one of, he's a tackle-breaking receiver. So he's tucking and probably putting his right hand to stiff yeah. arm and get up out of there. He never yeah. had it yeah, enough sure, to sure. tuck it. I, I, I hate to take this moment <laughs> and, and digress all the way back to the genesis of our conversation here. But if A.J. Brown would have jumped up and caught this in his chest, there would have been no, need, no, no worry about him knocking this ball away. This is what I would have done because all I was looking for was that first down. This is a perfect example of what we talked about way back in week one when I told you the perfect time to catch that ball on your body. This is the perfect time. I know that guy is there. When I catch that on my body now, he's not going to get that ball out, and I got that first down. I hate to have to go way back to the first class to teach. I don't, now, I, I don't if know. you know what I, I mean. I but I just went on back to give it to you. That's mm. all. Mm. <laughs> all I know is Buffalo had multiple chances to win this game, and Buffalo did not. All I know mm. is that Josh Allen is now 0-6 mm. in overtimes. 0-6 in and, overtimes. Right, and that's why I say this game can make them or break them because they fought hard, man. They did. But to go over and, six okay. in overtime. And as yeah. great as Josh played yesterday, yeah. he still leads the league in turnovers. And since he entered the league, he leads the whole league in turnovers over those, those years. So he did throw the one early fourth quarter interception. And to Jalen's credit, he cashed it immediately. And that was the first time the Eagles took the lead. Okay, right. so they, they did all the right things late and Buffalo could not execute these plays in question. You know what I think yep. about, though, when you say that, Skip, um, man, Brett Favre, you know, Brett Favre used to lead the league in interceptions. And, oh, Brett Favre, but a Brett Favre never ran like this. No, he's 6'5", 250, right. and you just can't get him on the ground. <laughs> Whoa, that's no. insane. He got that, do, he got that all important stat. Uh, <laughs> Or he got that Super Bowl, and and Josh Allen gonna need to get that Super Bowl to right. overcome right. Um, this reputation. If he gets that, then you know people will easily forget or you know minimize it. But the Philadelphia right. Eagles are playing good football right now. They're gonna make it hard for the Dallas Cowboys or anybody else to catch them in that division. They are. Um, Hertz is going to have a case for MVP. His passing numbers, his passing uh, touchdowns aren't where they probably need to be for him to be there. But, I mean, 11 rushing touchdowns is going to be hard for anybody to ignore, and we're still right. in week, what, 11? Right, right. And if, and if, you account, if you're putting any kind of accounting in the MVP on leadership and all the stuff that we pile on quarterbacks all the time, then then, then – yeah, you, you can see past him not being the right. most one. But if all Bill Parcells was correct that you are what your record says you are, they are six and six, and it doesn't get that much easier for them. They the are Bills, in, you mean? The Bills, yes. Bills, they're yeah, they're yeah, in yeah. jeopardy of missing Bills. the playoff. They're going to have a playoff. hard time. Because if you look hard at their schedule, it kind of has eight and nine written all over it. And if they're eight and nine, I just don't know if that's going to get there. And again, I was the first one to say I didn't think the Bills would make the playoffs. Did you say that? I wait, long, 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 long time ago. Okay. Long time ago. Well, you I could just, be I right just about like being that. right. Yeah. Okay, we haven't but gotten yet to Raiders Chiefs, Antonio Pierce. What did we see? That's next. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. 
Antonio Pierce's Raiders jumped out 14 to nothing on the Chiefs in Kansas City, but couldn't hang on. Finally losing 31 to 17. Michael Irvin, encouraged or discouraged by the Raiders so far under Antonio? Oh, I'm absolutely encouraged. I'm absolutely encouraged. First of all, let, let, let's talk through this. When he came on, he, he took over. He won the first two games. Those are teams that you say, hmm, this can go any way. He went in and beat those teams that he should have beaten. Now, these last two teams, if you kept everything intact, they certainly would have lost these last two games. But the way they played these yeah. last two games, they played Miami well. They did. The, what I saw in the first half of that Kansas City Chiefs game, and I know this should matter more to Mr. Davis and Chief fans than anybody else, I saw them dominate the Kansas City Chiefs. And I saw them do it with the base of what he's intending to build. They ran Josh Jacobs. They played great defense. When I heard Max Crosby was, was hurting and they told, called him questionable, and he said he's questionable, and, and I thought about my visit in, 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 in Las Vegas with, the, with Antonio Pierce and the things he was saying to me. I said, oh, if this is the other situation, Matt Crosby was not going to be playing in this game. But under this situation, with this alliance he has to his team and to his head coach, hey, he, he got out on that football field and he was playing. Boy, they were playing early on. So I'm absolutely encouraged. You have to remember also this last one thing that He's doing this with, with, with Aiden O'Connell. He doesn't have his quarterback, or just he, his quarterback is not at the level of the quarterbacks he's going against the last two weeks in tour and Patrick Mahomes. These guys that we've had in the MVP conversation, and he's had this team in the game. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Michael. When you look at the first two games against the Giants. and then, But the Jets are a good team. Jets, good at the defense. time, they're playing defense. defense. They can run they the ball well. They call a good team with that offense. Well, I mean, yeah, the quarterback was an issue more so than anything. But they took care of business against them. And then they, Miami, like Michael said, down to the wire. And then if you, if you look at this game, two minutes left in the third quarter, it was 21-17. So they, they dominated, like Michael said. They were up 14-0 at one point in this game. Kansas City's not going to go away. They got the best player in football in the quarterback position. So you can't expect for them to just shut it down. But the one thing that this Raider team has done is they, they have changed the, their approach in the way that they approach these games. We didn't see this with Josh McDaniels at the helm being the head coach. We didn't see this. They didn't play inspired football. They played lackluster, uninspired football. Mm -hmm. If you can tell... Guys like Devontae Adams were frustrated. Jacoby Myers, who knew the coach from his days in New England that came over doing free agency, said, nah, nah, I can't, I can't continue to wear a blanket over my head and act like I don't see what's going on. Now, all of a sudden, he's caught fire. Uh, uh, Renfro is starting to look like a, the receiver that he was a couple years ago. Yep. This is a different team, as I said before, Skip, a couple weeks ago. Just hire the dude. What are we waiting on? Because they, they're going to be this way for the rest of it. And they're going to win some games. They got Minnesota coming up. I don't think Minnesota's there. I mean, yeah, they got a little spark because of what they've been able to do over the last couple of weeks. But I don't think Minnesota at home against the Raiders is going to walk in there. No. The Chargers. I don't think they, their coach probably getting ready to get it too in a minute, uh, Brandon Staley. He's probably going to be 
relieved of his duties at some point in time. Yeah. So they're catching the teams right to make a nice little, try to make a nice little late playoff wild card run. And if they don't get in it, it it's not because they don't want to. It's just because you, you hired the guy too late and there was enough losses piled up where they couldn't make up the difference. So mm. Antonio's done a tremendous job as far as I'm concerned. I second the emotion. I have seen enough. Make him official. Do it now. Give him the chance to continue to build that team knowing he is in charge going forward of that team. Now, Michael, to your point about that quarterback, that young quarterback did impress me yesterday. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. Aiden mm -hmm. O'Connell, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When the smoke cleared, I'm looking at all the QBRs. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite quarterback stat of the day yesterday. Guess who had the highest QBR of the whole day? Aiden O'Connell at Arrowhead had a 90.4. That scale of 0 to 100. Mahomes had an 80.3. So we outplayed him by 10 points. Again, Mahomes did a lot of great things once they were down 14 to nothing. He did it again. He brought them back, and it wasn't even close in the end. And the Raiders did have a fourth down play that they went for deep in their territory that they, they could have made it a little more of a game. I didn't like the play. They I didn't called. like the play. The they, call, they, you had to do it. I, I, I you had it. to do the call, not they, the play. But they hand the ball to Josh Jacobs so deep that, yeah, that right, he's right, just right. like looking up. I got nowhere to go. Yeah. He, he couldn't even get out of the blocks, and he's down. Okay, so Aiden O'Connell impressed me yesterday because, to your other point, Michael, I look up and it's 14 to nothing in the first quarter. Well, who is he wrecking house with? He's throwing it to a guy who was the best receiver and still could be the best receiver in football. That was a good Adams. little matchup, too, okay. now. Right. Well, I said that little matchup okay. was a good well, matchup. That matchup, by the way, in, in the first quarter, Devontae caught four for 59 on Legereus Sneed. Oh, Sneed. And guess what happened matchup. for the last three quarters? Devontae Adams managed to catch one ball for 14 yards over three quarters. Now, whose fault is that? Well, I, I'm going to just give the credit. LeJerry Sneed, I got to tell you, to me, to my eye right now, he's the best corner in football. He, we just saw what he did on Monday night to A.J. Brown. He caught one ball for eight yards on Monday night. LeJerry Sneed will lock you up. He's long. He's physical. He's quick. He can mirror. I, I, it, that was the difference in the game that he took Devontae out of the game over the last three quarters. That's right. Okay, now let me turn my sights we to the Chiefs. Him battle this, this is why Hill. the Chiefs drove me crazy. He did battle Tyreek. Right, right. But this is battle. why the Chiefs drove me crazy on Monday Night Football against those stinking Eagles. For some reason, Patrick Mahomes threw 11 balls to little Justin Watson. He's not that little, but he's, he, he just, he's just a guy. Justin Watson got 11 targets on Monday night. I'm saying, why, why, why? This Rasheed Rice out of SMU, every time I see him, I say, he's explosive. Get him the football. Guess what they did yesterday? They, they went to Rasheed Rice. I know they threw it to Kelsey, and that helped get him back in the game. But the guy who got the most targets and the most catches and the most yards was Rasheed Rice yesterday. He is the key to going forward, whatever Kansas City is going to be. He has to be that Tyreekish kind of guy. He has to take up some of the slack. It can't be Justin Watson, who, by the way, yesterday caught one ball for three yards, which is what he should catch. So, so to me, the, the Chiefs found themselves because Rasheed Rice, listen, he is serious business. Every time the, I see him. He's got to catch football, though. Okay. Right, right. He's got a case of the yeah. dropsies, too, now. Yeah, but, but Not it, like the other guys. But, but yeah, and, and we, we see them make plays, but 
it's it's making the plays in crucial moments. Now, they when when they started coming back and, and they got the league and lead and everything, but I want to see the the Rishi, the Rices and all those guys make plays in, in, in those other big games that Kansas City has coming. They expected to beat the Raiders. But these other big games they have coming, are you going to step up? We just talked about this with Jalen Hurts. The difference between Jalen Hurts and, and, and other quarterbacks is he makes the plays when it's time. I want to see if Rice and those guys... No, we, we, we talked about Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. We didn't talk about other quarterbacks. Well, try, uh, we're talking about other quarterbacks. Nice, nice try. We were yeah. talking about we, we Jalen talked Hurts about the and Eagles. Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were Patrick talking Mahomes. about Jalen Hurts you and just Dak Prescott. I and never the difference said between that. the difference between the Eagles quarterback oh and y'all quarterback yeah. is he has shown yeah. the ability to lead his team down the field on multiple occasions mm. in tough matchups against top quarterbacks and win those games. That, that's that's what we were talking about, Michael. That's what we were talking about. Okay, but I'm going to remind you, Keyshawn. <laughs> at Philadelphia in the fourth quarter, Dak Prescott threw for 173 yards. Yes, he did. Jalen Hurst threw for three yeah, he, yards. Yeah, exactly. Three yards. And guess, who, and guess who won the game? Skip, you took the bait. Yeah, yeah, Skip, guess How who won the game? Bait. We did everything right. Except stay in bounds. How did we? You know, got to stay in bounds. Did, 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 did you not? Did you not? That was a great commercial. Got to stay in bounds. Got to stay in bounds. Right? Got to stay in bounds. Just let me know. You got to stay in bounds. But the Raiders certainly hire Antonio Pierce before somebody else decide if you don't hire him and the season ends. One of these other smart owners will finally get smart and say. No. You know, he did a pretty good job with the Raiders. I think I yeah. want to take him. Hey, and the Raiders, the Raiders, honestly, and, I, and I'll, I'll leave it at this. I, I think it's even bigger than that. It's not just about Antonio Pierce is going to get another opportunity if you don't hire him. It's, I, I would wonder how, how those players are going to look at me if I'm oh, the yes. owner. Oh, yeah. Because they spoke one time and you went a different direction mm -hmm. and disaster Rich came. Versace. It yep. seems like they're speaking again by the way they're showing up and playing. It does. And, and are you going to listen to them is the question. That's and, all, and I'll let this and, go. And, and AP, the moment that AP didn't get the necessary response and respect from Marcus Peters, he benched him in the Ooh. second quarter. Yeah, he did. And now all of a sudden... Marcus Peters might be on the streets because of that. Now you're looking at a coach that is taking control of his football team and saying, no, man, you missing tackles and too many tackles, and we keep telling you, you got a tackle to play on this defense, and that button heads is a good thing when you got a coach like Antonio Pierce. Thank you. Because everybody Indeed. else is going to see it yeah. and respond to it a different way. And finally, and we've said this before, but I'm going to button this up with this. Antonio Pierce is straight out of Compton, as in Compton, California, as back in the day when the Raiders were the Los Angeles Raiders. He grew up a Raider fan. He's born into it. He's made for this. It's time. Let's do it. You know, okay. Jalen Hurst wins games, Michael, yeah. in the end. Oh. His legs yeah. and his yeah. feet and his hands and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. All right, up next, we got to deal with this because Shaq Lawson, <laughs> as we see on a video, he shoves an Eagle fan during the game? Yikes. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Back down. Back down.
Video has surfaced of two Bills confronting an Eagles fan in the front row of the stands behind the Buffalo bench during the game. Jordan Phillips appears to get in the fan's face before Shaq Lawson appears to shove the fan. So we have three ex-stars on this show who are known as controversial players, which means all three endured more verbal abuse from road fans than most players did. Michael, let's start with you. Eagles fans once cheered when you were seriously hurt in a game at Philadelphia. Your reaction to what the two Bills players did? I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. And I, I've heard a lot of things come off those sidelines. I've you heard have. a lot of words come towards us and, and towards the bench, towards me personally. And, and, and never do I, have I ever gone over to the sideline and never have I gone, certainly put my hands on anyone. I don't know what's going to become of this, but the NFL will have to address this. They will. Because you, you cannot have this. You can't hit the thought of this and where this could have gone, where this could have gone. You come over and you touch somebody or somebody in the stands and, and, and it's somebody with some with, somebody with other people. Now we got a whole lot brawl. They're jumping over the walls and everything. Everybody, it could have gotten crazy. Yeah. The best thing you do is you don't go over there. And people are going to yell a whole lot. They're, they're going to say a whole lot. You just can't go over there. And the NFL will have to address this. No, and, and Michael's right. You cannot engage in any type of confrontation with a fan or anybody for that matter. There's a couple things that will allow me to engage with you. If you throw something at me, yeah. okay? You call me the N-word <coughs> to me, and you put your hands on me, everything else is off limits. If Shaq Lawson comes to me after the game and now that this is resurfaced and he has an excuse, that validates what I just said about what will allow me to go over there. Now I'm, I'm feeling a little bit different, but based on the video and what I seen and not hearing anything for him to touch that man, he's in the dead wrong. He is completely wrong. And I don't know, Mike, like Michael said, what's going to come of this. But at the same time, Oh, 12 Vincent, we're going to see it. He put it. himself in a bad position. If they didn't throw anything at him, Skip and yeah. Richard, mm -hmm. if they didn't uh, 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 hit him, or they, in my opinion, use the derogatory term, mm -hmm. starts with the end, then we, we, we good. I ain't, I ain't got no putting no hands. I, like Michael said, man, we done heard it all. One of the funniest things, one of the funniest things in Philadelphia, we're playing the Eagles. When I played against them at the time, Michael and Skip, Richard, I was in the midst of a divorce. <laughs> Wait, were you a Jet? No, I was okay. a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Okay, yep. The entire, I come out the tunnel, man, man, the entire man. stadium, they got signs, Keyshawn's, where's your wife? They're screaming it, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get mad. I'm laughing with them. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's fun, but just don't put your hands on me and we're good. Say anything you want. All right, go, Richard. I agree. I agree. I, he's a dead, dead wrong. And, I'm, I, and, and I even say to the point, like, you say all that, I just... You go to the security, you go to the team, hey, this is what's going on. They right. got to get that dude up out of there. Right. Like, I, I don't need to go over there and push it because that ain't going to get my point across either way. No. Like, that little push didn't do nothing to that person. Like, if I'm, if, if I'm going to put my hands on you, I'm going to at least do some damage. You can't do no damage right there in this situation. So what's the point of walking over there? That, that little shove is going to get you way more of a headache than, than even you got yeah. to, to really get your anger off or you even got to, to do anything. So 
I don't know what they said. They say some really foul things in the stands sometimes. They say wild things, and you try to beat them with your performance. If they had won that game, I'm sure he would have went over there and talked mess to them. That's part of the game. That's part of that's part of sports. But you don't need to put your hands on nobody in no situation like that. If they ain't, if they ain't putting your hands on you or your family or something like that, somebody in danger, mm-hmm. man, leave that person alone. Mm. Keyshawn, even if somebody throws something, I don't know that you can I, go I, after I them. No, 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 I don't play that, Skip. Because okay. I don't do anything to you yeah. just because you pay to come into the stands and cheer your team on. It does not allow you to disrespect me by throwing something at me yeah. and calling me the N-word. I, I understand. I, get the, I, get I understand yeah. it could escalate to some other things. I'll take but my chance. I'll security. take my chance. I can turn to security no, I can't, and say he threw it. I, I, I can turn to security yeah. and say that person threw it. There's yeah. no question about it. But I'll take my chance. Okay. Don't I, I, I put don't your hands on me. Don't put your hands on me and don't throw nothing at me. I'm just I, telling I, I, you. I, let me, I don't consider it disrespectful. I, co- I consider that to be ignorance when people throw Well, then you things. can call I, it whatever I, you I, want I, to, I, Michael, I, but I don't play that. I understand. Because I didn't do it to you. So don't do, don't treat me that way. And, and I understand you take it that way. I have to take it as you are not qualified to make an assessment upon me to say that I am someone you should disrespect. I'm only going to measure you as ignorant because you don't know anything and you're in this matter, in this manner. I don't care what you say. I'm not coming over there and, and, and starting something in the stands. No matter how hurt I am about it, no matter how disappointed I am, because I got to always think what can possibly happen here. No, you're you're, you're this right. This can get crazy. You run over there and touch the wrong person, and he got some people with him, or certainly that look like a slight person if it's a woman and she got some people with her. That's really going to be something. You know what I mean? It could go anywhere. You have to be careful. There, there, there's no question about it, Skip, that you do have to be careful. Yeah. But I draw the line. When you start attacking me, man, you throwing things no, I, at me. I, I, I just do. I, I used to be. I just do. Even snowballs. Would do you it. care about snowballs? Uh, I done had batteries thrown know, at me. I got it. I done yeah, had snowballs so. thrown at me, Skip. I'm standing next to Brian Cox in Buffalo, and they throwing frozen batteries. I, come on. Let me, let me, that can, let me, that can do something to me. Right. Did, Did you, you go after right. him? No, right. no, we, that was kind of wow. It, but they'll tell yeah, you, was, <laughs> listen, when you get in those environments, was, when you get in wild. those environments, and I've been in them in Philadelphia. Philadelphia say, is what wild we do, What it. we say, we're on the sideline. Everybody, when you're walking in the stadium or walking out, keep your helmet on because they're throwing things, you know what I mean? You can hit things. I was telling these guys, Sherm, and everybody, I was telling these guys about one time in Carolina. Had a fans, you know, and, and right before every game, I go, I always run down the sideline. I want to touch 100 markers because mm. in my mind, that means I'm going to get at least 100 yards. So I touch every marker <laughs> stepping out. So as I'm running down, I look up, I see a crowd of dudes. I was just going, I just went through all kinds of stuff. I had spent it early on in the season. I'm coming back now. I'm back. We're about to go to Super We're ready to go to Super Bowl. It's a playoff game in right, Carolina. Right, playoff game in Carolina. I'm hitting every sideline step. I look up, I see a group of guys. They said, a sign, they had each had a shirt on. The sign said, Michael Irvin, role model. I was like, oh, okay. Appreciate that. They knew I'm going through something. They knew I'm going through something. Appreciate it. And then as I got closer, a couple more dudes stood up. It said, Michael Irvin, parole model. I said, oh, you dirty dog. Oh, you dirty dog. I'm going to get you on this field at night. You know what I'm saying? So, so the fans come up with that, that clever stuff. And then they pay their money to come in and, 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 and say and act crazy as their fandoms. But you cannot 
go over there. That's you just got to take it or say, I'm going to get you on this field today and pay you back that way. Mm. Okay, so Keyshawn, back to you. Obviously, the worst thing that ever happened at the NBA was the malice at the palace. Yes, it that's was what I'm test and My man, Stephen Jackson, right. and they, they go up into the stands and all hell broke loose. And it just won't work. You have that could have been you, you have legal issues going on because you have legal liability issues because they can sue you and and nothing good can come of it. Dang. So that's the that's the problem. I, no, I understand. I, no, no, I understand. Yeah. I just when you I've been in the situation. I went back when I was with the Carolina Panthers and played Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We yeah. go into Tampa, we smack them. I play well. I'm going through the tunnel. Dude's throwing beer on top of me. Oh, okay? So I, I, horrible. I, I played a football game. Because that's yeah. just. I played yeah. a football game. I didn't I, come I, to the football I, game I, for you to target me. No. I just didn't. Plus, that's yeah, just. I, I understand that. And, and I understand how that can be frustrating. But you can't put your hands on them. It costs you more to goddamn throw this show. So much. And you win you chalk it up. It's going to cost you so much. Trust me, I know more than anybody. It's going to cost you. Don't. Do it. They're going to go hire some lawyer that ain't got nothing to do. Your lawyer's going to charge you by the hour. And he's just going to keep sending in paperwork and sending in paperwork till you just going to say, there's a nuisance value here. Let me just give you some money to throw this case away yeah. and to get out of it. Right. And I let you, you may have had some financial issues. I let you come up with the plan. I'm going to go out here and call Michael this name, and he's going to jump on me, mm -hmm. and I'm going to have a lawsuit. Then Absolutely. I'm going to go and get me some early money against the lawsuit I have coming in against Mike Orvin. You ain't getting it off me. You can say what you want. I'm going to keep on walking. Now, it took me a long time to get here, yeah, but I'm here now. <laughs> I'm going to keep my money in my pocket. Well said by all three of you. I appreciate your perspective. But we need to talk Coach Prime. Dion's first season is over. He now has lost two top recruits we're about to discuss. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. All right. Coach Prime's team hung in at Utah Saturday, but finally lost 23 to 17 to finish his first season at Colorado, four and eight. Dion also lost a second top recruit from the 2025 class. This one's six foot five inch quarterback Antoine Hill, who says he'll still consider the Buffaloes, but wants to visit other top schools, including Georgia and Alabama. Also, Colorado tight end coach Tim Brewster resigned yesterday. So, Michael Irvin, you are obviously very close to this situation. What, what's your overall feeling about the state of Dion's program heading into the offseason with the transfer portal opening next Monday? Listen, I, you know, it's so funny because when I heard about the recruiters, this was something Dion and I talked about when, yep. he, when, when he got the guy. And I was like, oh, great job, great job. But I did hear him say that it just means he wants to open up his opportunities. It doesn't mean that he no. still may not end up at Colorado. That means you're still talking to Dion. You're Dion to get you back in the fold. Now, remember, Dion's been busy working, and the kid's been talking to a lot of people. And then I'm sure they've been using a lot of what's going on against Dion. Man, look at you. They're playing this music all in the locker room because I hear people talking they play about this music. They're doing this. They, 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 look, they stole everything from nobody likes this group. So I, I know he's dealt with all of that. But I'm not worried. Once Dion gets back in those living rooms and talk to them, they, they, they'll, they'll reconsider again. Some of the great hype that he earned, and I say they earned because they were winning early on and everybody was so enamored with it all. 
may have later on worked against them because when they started playing against some of those better teams and yep. losing and and losing and people started really using the hype of the early wins against them and, and, and wanting to play harder against them because of all of the hype, you know. So, so, so I, I, that may have worked against them late. They ended up with four wins. We all said if they win two games, he, he, he won. He won this season. Just because it started way up here and everybody starts to, oh, my God, is this one of those stories? It, it, it made it a little something else on the, in the end. But I know Dion isn't going to stop. He knew this was the process. He's talked about he needs to get some linemen. We all sat here and watched he needs to get some linemen. And when he gets some linemen, things will be different. Trust me now, Dion, those guys you say he lost, He'll be back in talking to those guys again and have an opportunity to get them back to Colorado. And, and what year are we in right now? We're in 2023, right? Yep. About to be 2020. Mm -hmm. It's about to be 2024. And we're talking about a player from 2025 class that can't sign to the end of 2024 right. before he even goes to school Correct. in 2025. At, at first, he had declared for 2024, and he's going to be an early ad admit, you know, but yeah. he decided to go back to 2025. Go ahead. So so when you start yeah. to look at that, Deion, first of all, Deion is going to be fine. His team's going to be fine. There's a portal that's going to open up, and there's a ton of players around the country that's looking for opportunities, and Colorado presents those opportunities uh, for guys that actually could play Football. You talk about the success, it's successful. He won four games. They won one last year. If he had won four over the course of this season, meaning like instead Spread of four out. in the beginning, all of a sudden it was one and they lose right, two, right. then they win one and they lose four, then they win. We would sit up and say, man, he's doing a hell of a job. In the games that he lost outside the Oregon game, it was in every game. Every yeah, single game. Washington State. Washington the State, they were in it to a degree. No. But they're, but but they got smoked. But go ahead. But yeah. when you say he's, it's almost like we're saying that they was a complete failure. They were getting blown out every week. That's not true. That's not true at all. And when you talk about recruiting and decommits, I can go around. I follow college football right. with the best of them. Okay. Part of the game. I can go to each and every high-profile program and talk about Alabama decommitting from Alabama and committing now, to Ole Miss. Decommitting from Ole Miss. Why, why, why is this getting attention? But you, why, okay, I'm just making sure the people understand. I'm going to get there. Okay, get on. Yeah. Do your thing. And, and, and Skip, and you know this. Oh, yeah. Every program gets decommitments and commitments they again do. and decommitments. Right. Hell, I decommitted and committed to four different universities all at the same time. But you just, know exactly where you were going to go. At the end of the day, you, you know exactly where you was going to go. Yeah. And that's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to see along the way, even before this recruiting class is over from Dion, he'll probably get another decommit, then he'll pick up a commit. That's just how the game goes. Yeah. USC, UCLA, they all get decommits and commits. So I wouldn't jump and go crazy because it's Deion Sanders. Oh, he lost a commit. Well, we wouldn't even be talking about it if it wasn't Dion because right. we ain't talking about the commits that Alabama lost or Georgia lost or Auburn lost or the guys that left Georgia and entered the portal. We're yeah. not talking about that. Yeah. We're not talking about it at all. Let We're only talking about it because it's prime. And let me ask you something, though. Okay, when I skip right quick. Yeah. When, when guys decommit, like, do, 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 is it ever about, like, oh, maybe there were more NIL money coming in? Yes. Maybe I shouldn't have. Yes, that's what it is. Okay, that's, that's what I want. That's what it all is. Right, all right, because okay. Keyshawn, different day, not, not that 
You didn't get offered a little bit here and there by different schools. But uh, Van Vandy didn't offer Vandy should the Vandy offered only room, board, and tuition, and you should have accepted and you should have gone. Uh, yeah, Best okay. school in the country. I would be on undisputed. That's for damn sure. <laughs> you might be. Hey, we, we got, we're a pipeline to the NFL. Okay, so the point is that this is a new age where he commits to Colorado, and all of a sudden, I don't know, one of those other schools I mentioned says, Hey, have we got a deal for you? Oh, maybe I should reconsider this for a while. Okay. Dion did say the other day, we don't have an ATM here, which concerned me because I thought the pockets were pretty deep in Colorado. And I do think they're pretty deep for the right player. And he is the right player. And that um, Winston Watkins, that receiver that decommitted, mm -hmm. he's a top five-ish type guy. So, you know, again, can Dion figure that out? I, I'm not writing off either one of those. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's the NIL in these situations. It's the noise, right? So we're here. We are at the end of November. Is early signing period is coming up. Some of these kids are 2025, 20, 24, whatever the case may be. The noise, like Michael's saying, is he going to go to AM? Oh, he's only going to be there a year. I'm telling you, he's going to bounce to the NFL. All of that sort of stuff becomes a distraction for young kids. But then there's a handful of kids that doesn't pay attention to no. it because their family is solid and sound yeah. and believe in what Prime is preaching. Yeah. His two sons are still there. He's not going anywhere. Now, when they open up this portal... Well, it's different anyway. You can go with him when he, if he leaves now. Well, yeah, well, I mean, it, well, yeah, he, they can, but Shador and, and Shiloh oh, Lord, cannot yeah. based yeah. on the rules of them already yeah, transferring. Right, right, so right. he's stuck oh, in okay, Colorado this right. year. Not stuck, but... Well, not stuck, you know what I mean. Like, he's, he's going to be there. He's staying in Colorado as it stands right now. Yes. If you're recruiting against him for the future, good luck. Because they're going to be a better football team. When I looked at the schedule, I looked at their schedule for the opponents next year. Where's this thing at, Skip? Mm. Now, look, they start off with North Dakota. Okay, I, they, North Dakota State usually has a good program, but they're going to be in Boulder. Mm. Then they got Nebraska, Colorado State, Arizona, Utah, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Cincinnati, Kansas, Texas Tech, and they finished with UCF. That ain't no murderer's row to me, no. just based on it's looking like at it. It's not like this year. It's not yeah. like this, yeah, this year. This year was And hard, if I man. know he's going to get the player skip mm -hmm. that I believe he's yeah. going to get yeah. up front, oh, yeah. that team's going to be front. way different. Okay. Right. Way different. Dan's calling me all the time. It takes to me, man. Can you get my player? Can I had somebody. Yeah, I asked you know, you get I had somebody the other day ask me that. I'm like, man, I, I, I got to send the film in. Okay. <laughs> so allow me to apologize to Dion because I got carried away early. They won the first three games, and I thought at least they could go eight and four. And I went a little crazy because it we looked all like did. I, I know, but it looked like miracles were about to occur, yeah. and they actually did. But we put such a big target on these kids' backs right. that they we could did. not live up to or defend uh, because they're not ready right. yet. They're just. And yet they were in all these games and they had Stanford down 29 to nothing and a half. And they had two bad games at Oregon and at Washington State. Well, that's pretty great. So but, I, it, but it worked out yeah. for you because, listen, Colorado loves them. That, that whole thing has changed Sold up there. Sold out every game. And you just, get, just yeah. ride, take all the right. ride with them. Better get them now. All right, up next, Broncos. Five in a row. Will they make the playoffs? I, yeah. Don't look now, but the Broncos have won five in a row.
even after they gave up 70 at Miami. Will the Broncos make the playoffs? Keyshawn. I don't know if they'll make it. It's going to be it's going to be mighty tough and close to the next. Uh, they got four out of their next six games on the road. Yeah, that, that, that's going to be tough, man. Mm. It's going to be tough. No. But they're playing good football. No, they're not going to make it. <laughs> Give them all the credit in the world for, for going on this stretch after starting like they started. But this, this, this kind of football don't sustain, and it doesn't last long in the NFL, especially in the playoffs, Sean. Mm. It's been lasting five weeks. I, I don't know. I don't know, Irv. They're running the ball, and they're playing good defense. That's usually the formula that gets it done. It, 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 it would it'd be surprising to wait. The Browns are going to fall off right now. Buffalo's yards. falling off. Leading receiver, 61 oh, yards. Oh, 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 quarterback throwing for 134 yards. Where are you seeing great offense okay, all the time? But, but I'm seeing they, them they winning. They got 176 total I, rushing I, yards. I see them winning five more games. I got them going 11 and 6. Would that make the playoffs? I, I think it would. That would make the playoffs. See, I, don't got them, I don't have yeah. them beating Houston or Detroit. Right. Okay. No, why, no. why not? I, I just, I'll, I'll give you Houston, Detroit. I'll give you at Houston, Detroit. Houston at home in yeah, Houston. None of, none of them. Two. I think no. that. No, I don't think those two. But the other ones, the, the Chargers. Yeah, you could get them. The Raiders, you might be able to get them. And obviously, New England, you can get them. Okay. I think you just talked right, yourself into it, right? Okay. That's it for Undisputed. We are back tomorrow at 9:30 Eastern. Know I'm gonna be on y'all if and they don't playoffs. And I was gonna wait when it's And if they make yeah. the playoffs, I'm gonna be the only one saying they can oh, beat the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs>